Welcome to episode 24 of 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music. Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Welcome everybody to episode 24 of 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music. Today I'm going to talk about how to start the core composition. I know the core composition is a tough one. As I said, where do you start? Teachers and students seem to find this a daunting task. I personally don't understand why because I don't seem to have too much trouble starting uh, a composition with any idea really but I've come up with many students that have a lot of trouble and the big problem is that all they need is one good idea and that is the problem because they need one good idea but where does the idea come from you know how do you get it Uh, what do you do with it once you've got it So this is the first of about four podcasts that are going to talk about the core composition and give you some tips and tricks. Now, your teacher is is where it all happens. That's paramount, okay? And preparation for the students is probably the best way to help them get started. So when I'm always looking at the process, like I'm looking at the actual programming for Year 12, I always think about, how I can constantly prepare my students for the core comp and I always start the same way. So I start with the stage one. The first thing I do is I select the last 25 year compositions that we're going to study. That's the first thing we do. Then I ID the comp devices that are specific to that work. Now I use a book by Matthew Hinson or Heinson called The Composition Toolbox. If you've not seen it before I highly recommend you get a copy of it. Um, because he has a great series of identifications. He describes the concepts beautifully and it's nice and easy for the kids. Now I find samples from other works and team them up with listening and descriptive and discussion activities that help the kids ID and name the compositional devices that they're going to use in their composition, hopefully with a little bit of luck. The next thing I do in stage one is I I do the comp devices that are used in the major works that they're studying. So uh, here is an extract from one of my resources that I teach my students. We do um, uh, Ross Edwards' Dawn Mantras, and so I team that up with the Rite of Spring because they use very similar compositional devices. And you can see that we look at motivic cellular development and repetition with change and limited pit sets because they're the things that Ross uses in Dawn Mantras. It's also modal, so we have a look a bit of a look at mode and we look at organising new material. All of this will make a bit more sense as we go through. I then ID the core material from the set work. So uh, here's a sample from Edwards's um, White Ghost Dancing, which I have put on video before up on my YouTube channel. And you can see that these are the recurring motifs that this particular work studies. So we look at the recurring motifs. And for example, he's got the GA motif, which he uses in several ways. Um, he uses secundal harmony, he has an ostinato, he has a chant motif and he uses a drone. So there's different roles and responsibilities that we discuss when we're looking at the uh, core material from set works. Uh, then we find the, mel- the methods of manipulation. Now this comes from the White Ghost Dancing resource I put up on YouTube. And you can see that's all the different ways that he actually manipulates the material and organises the sound. Alright, so we kind of go into that session. 
with regard to stage one. What we then do is we prepare a booklet or I prepare a booklet for the kids that contains all the information and I put this cheat sheet graphic which I've developed on the wall. Now these come from, uh, this one comes from Symphonetta Project, I'm sure you've probably seen it and if you haven't, it's uh, Beethoven's Fifth. So it's just the first motive of Beethoven's Fifth and all the different ways it's been utilised within Beethoven's work. Um, this is the copy of the book that I discovered or developed last year for my students. Now, uh, in stage two, this is what we do after we've looked at the set works. So in stage two, we look at some past compositions to see what's possible and offer some benchmarks. So I say to them, you know, this is something that would have done well. This is something that has, you know, some problems. And the kids can usually tell by this stage after having gone through our core material and our set work, what, at least one or two of our set works. Um, we ID the core material in each of the kids' compositions that we're looking at the samples and we see the strength of that in comparison to the core material that we've studied in the set works by the masters that we're studying. We ID the comp devices used and you can usually see with the weaker ones there's less devices or it's repetition of the same devices that the students are using. Uh, we then fill out what we call a comparative study which basically is a really fancy word for a table where the core material is on one side and the methods of manipulation is on the other and this gives the students a very clear understanding of where the good compositions uh, rise to the, the top because of the way that they manipulate the material and the different ways that they manipulate material. And then we ID the structural makeup of those compositions that are successful. Uh, we then move on to stage three which is where I then individually consult with each of the students regarding their ideas. We always look at, um, uh, at the starting point and from all my experience of teaching core composition and teaching composition and teaching music of the last 25 years, I've discovered that there are a number of ways that a student can start. So they could start with a melodic focus, a motive or a melodic idea. They could start with a harmonic focus, so a series of chords or a chord progression or a series of, of blended tones that are a sound, um, maybe an object like a sonorous object like Debussy used to talk about. A structural focus so they might go you know I want to write something that's in binary form or ternary form or I want to write something that's uh, got a set structure to it. Some people think stylistically so some students automatically hone in on I want to do a jazz thing or I want to do something that's Latin or I want to do something that's funk so they do tend to lock into that. Some kids might come to you with instrumental combinations so they might be interested in particular sounds. I had one student that was very keen on um, didgeridoo, harp and vibraphone. That was, they'd heard it at one of the Meet the Music concert series and they desperately wanted to write something for that. Now that concludes this first podcast talking about the way that I program to include the core composition. Everything that we do in, or everything I do within my um, uh, probably within my programming for year 12 is it always comes back to the things they have to put into their core composition. We're constantly talking about the concepts and we're constantly talking about the methods of manipulation and you do that enough and the kids are going to end up with a bank of tools and that's what they need in order to develop this composition which takes them you know eight or nine months to write. Uh, so of course there are a few more podcasts devoted to this in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the stage two 
So stage three, I'm going to talk about this section, the melodic focus, the harmonic focus, the structural focus, stylistic and instrumental, and give you some tips and tricks on how to start kids off or how kids could start off. Well, that concludes today's podcast. And don't forget there are another few episodes. If you would like to obtain a copy of the video that goes with this particular podcast, then head on over to Clarissa Custom Music. That's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, Custom Music. And there you can go to the podcast page to listen to this podcast, uh, to download it. You can actually go to the general post page, the latest news page. That's where you'll find the video for this particular podcast. And in subsequent podcasts, there's lots of documentation that goes with it. So I know that you're going to find this particular series very useful. So I look forward to catching up with you. Don't forget to find us on Facebook, clarissacustommusic.com.au. So find us on Facebook and like us there because I put lots of things up during the week for that sort of thing. And don't forget to head on over to the website. Uh, If you've got any questions or you would like uh, any more more support, then please, by all means, email me at kerry at kerrylacy.com.au. That's kerry with an I, K-E-R-R-I at kerrylacy.com.au. Until next time, see you later. You've been listening to 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's Kerry Lacey.